Bible Girl Podcast. I'm Jessica Robinson, and I've gathered my Bible, my journal, some study tools, and highlighters in every color for study time. From the practical to the inspirational, I pray that these podcasts give you the tools and motivation to be a Bible Girl, too. Today, we're going to wrap up the podcast series that we've been doing about having a flourishing 2018 And I think that today, as I I referred to it at the end of last week's podcast, today's topic is kind of uh, the secret sauce. This is the thing that's necessary to make all the other things come together well. We we started out by talking about thinking correctly and having uh, the Word of God be our authority and how it should inform our thoughts in a way that change our actions. And then we went on to talk about linking together with other believers and being invested in a community of people who love God and who uh, serve each other and hold each other up and, and, and hold each other accountable and support each other. And then we talked about being able to serve, serve one another and serve our community to, to grow in our ability to empathize and to care for each other and to get out into our neighborhoods and into our our cities and our ministries that are that are in our um, local areas and and begin to serve other people and show them the love of God but all of these things in and of themselves um, are going to be a little bit difficult they're going to cost you time and energy you're going to be dealing with people so they're going to be fraught with uh, peril and uh, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to compete for your attention and want to draw you away so it's important that we make sure that the last thing we focus on, the, the, this we're going to talk about today, this thing is it needs to become a strong focus throughout our whole year, and that is that we need to pray. Prayer is um, important because it puts us in the the right frame of mind. Prayer is something that is beyond just asking God for something. The goal of prayer really is uh, very different from how many of us approach prayer. The, The goal of prayer is to develop the mind of Christ and see your needs as he sees them. And as we, we pray over things, as we wrestle with God in prayer, he begins to, to change us from the inside and he begins to put his heart in us. He begins to help us see life the way he does. And so prayer is part of this conversation with God that also involves his word. And as we, we pray to him and we, we bring the concerns of our lives to him, he has a fertile ground to work through his word and through the circumstances of your life to bring about uh, his plan for your life, but also his uh, his thoughts to be your thoughts. And that really is prayer. Prayer isn't so much about answers as it is perspective. Prayer is to give us the proper perspective. If you look at um, the Ever Study, the book of Habakkuk, and I have done some podcasts on Habakkuk. If you are unfamiliar with it, I encourage you to listen to them. I also would encourage you to read um, a really... Uh, a really good book by Heather Zempel, which is about the book of Habakkuk. And um, at this point, the name of the books um, escapes me, but I'll put it in the show notes. Um, Heather Zempel has written a book on the book of Habakkuk, and it's excellent. Uh, there, There is something interesting about the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk comes to God with a complaint, and God answers him. 
And then Habakkuk comes back and says, well, wait a minute, maybe you didn't quite understand. And he enhances his complaint. He fleshes that a little more and kind of argues back with God. And then Habakkuk comes, uh, God comes back to Habakkuk and gives his thoughts. And Habakkuk ends with this beautiful verse where he says, you know, even if there's no uh, uh, wheat in the fields and there's no animals in the stalls, and even though there's drought, and he lists all of these things that, that would be terrible for uh, a, a nomadic uh, people living off the land to experience. He says, even if all those things happen, I am still going to put my trust in God and rejoice in my Savior. And so it, it is this back and forth conversation between God and Habakkuk that changes his perspective. Nothing else changes. God changes nothing else other than Habakkuk's perspective. He goes from doubting that God's involved at all. He goes from thinking that God doesn't even know what's going on in the world to this place of being able to trust God even when the worst happens. That happens because of this conversation, this back and forth, this prayer. God revealing his word through uh, this conversation with Habakkuk and Habakkuk responding back to God in prayer. And so I think it's important for us to remember that prayer isn't about just getting what we want. It isn't about answers. It isn't about persuading God for something. It's about perspective. It's also not just about direction, although God will give us direction in prayer, but it's about a connection. It's about connecting with God in such a way that you begin to understand his heart and you begin to 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 see where he is moving and what he is doing in your life and you're able to cooperate with that it's a connection between the two of you prayer is meant to strengthen the bond that we have with christ the more we pray the closer we are to him that doesn't necessarily mean that we won't get direction we do get direction when we pray but that shouldn't be the goal of prayer that should be one of those things that comes naturally when we are invested in prayer. I think of, of how often we, we shy away from prayer when things are going well, and then when things are going bad, we, we seek his face and we begin to pray. How much better would it be to be in constant conversation with him so that when those bad moments come, he, he, he is close to us in a way that we have been experiencing for months before that. I was able to, to really see that in a, a really loud way in the past year of my life. The beginning of 2017 started very difficult for me with my mom's uh, illness and she was very gravely ill and, and near death by the time I finally was able to um, get her the, the help that she needed to start getting better. And it was, it was such a dark time. I don't think I'd ever felt so alone. And in that alone time, I grew very close to God. I, I, I turned to him in that dark time. And as I came out of it, as she began to improve, there was just such a closeness there that I, I felt like this year uh, through 2017, I prayed more than I ever did before. And through the summer, I really worked hard at trying to keep that connection with God. And as summer turned into fall and I began to have some health issues and I realized I was facing something potentially difficult, um, 
I, I was comforted immediately. It wasn't this, I need to turn to God for comfort. But I, I felt the comfort of God in every step of the way. And I believe it's because I worked just as hard on my relationship with him and spending time with him in prayer through those better months of the summer. Uh, and, and I did that just as desperately as I did through the, the winter when I was feeling so alone and so unsure of what God was doing and where we were headed. And I, I can't say that I've never experienced it before. I can just say that I was more deliberate about it this time and I experienced it in a new way. And I would encourage you to view prayer as this way, a connection, so that when those moments come, you've been prepared and God is there with you and you feel his comfort from the vo first moment, from the, the, the it, even before something comes to be. You understand that God has been there and he will continue to be there. And that comes through prayer. That's a connection that we get by con having a conversation with him, not just about going to him when we need his help or to seek direction. It's not just about getting God to act, but it's about getting you to respond. This, this argument between God and Habakkuk was an opportunity for God to let Habakkuk see something differently. And then as a, uh, understanding to show his understanding his actions changed his attitude changed his heart changed it's not just about getting god to go out there and do something for us but it is about getting us to respond to the work that god is already doing whether you're aware of it or not god is already at work inside of you and we miss it i think because we do not spend time with him in prayer and we are not drawn the spirit doesn't have that ability to draw us to those things because we're largely ignoring that part of our relationship with God. If you are going to succeed in the new year, if you are going to have a year that flourishes, you are going to have to be someone who holds each other up and holds yourself together in prayer. You're going to have to pray about the deep things in your life. You're going to have to talk to God about them. And let me just turn your attention to Romans chapter 12 because there's something kind of cool here. In Romans chapter 12, Paul makes an appeal. He starts out and he asks um, that the believers would present their bodies as a living sacrifice to God. This, this starts us out on surrender. I think that as we look at having a flourishing new year, the first thing that we should acknowledge is that God knows that better than we do. And we need to surrender to his plan and the way he does things. And so we start out by surrendering to him. And then he goes in, in verse, in verse number two, he says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God is and what is good and acceptable and perfect. So he starts here and he says, you need to surrender to God and you need to have your mind transformed. This is our think. This is what we started talking about at the beginning of this podcast about having a mind that is so seeped in scripture that it begins to transform the way we think that in turn transforms the way we act. It brings about its obedience because our mind has been altered. That's what Paul's talking about here. He's saying when you surrender to God, when you present your body to him and you surrender to his way of life, the first thing that you have to do is you have to change your mind. You have to have your mind rewired. And that comes through scripture. 
But then he begins to talk about the gifts of grace. And he talks a little bit about how we ought to make sure that we are um, serving God in a certain way. And he, he talks about one body in verse four, having many members and the members don't have all the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. So he's saying that if you have the gift of service, then serve. If you have the gift of teaching, then teach. If you're able to encourage others, then encourage people. Be able to contribute generously. If you can lead, do so with zeal. If you have mercy, if you have the gift of mercy, then, then, then serve others with cheerfulness. He goes through each of these gifts and he says, if you have those gifts, use them. Use the gifts that you have. If you've surrendered your body to God and he's rewired your mind, then get out there and do something for the kingdom of God. But then he goes on and he says, that's not enough. We have to make sure that our love is genuine. In verse 10, he says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Don't be slothful in zeal, but be fervent in spirit and serve the Lord. And then he says to rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and to be constant in prayer. Here in Romans chapter 12, uh, Paul is giving us all four of these aspects of a new year. He is talking about changing our mind, about linking with other believers and loving them well, and about serving our body of uh, uh, our local church body of believers, and also serving our community in a way that lets God's love be known. And we do that by being constant in prayer. We are constantly in prayer. Prayer, those other three things are going to be almost impossible without the fuel of God. This power that he gives us that we can come to him in prayer and talk to him about the things that are going on in our lives and our needs and, and the, the desperate need that we have for him. And he can supply that need and he will do that through his word as we think on it. He will do that through other believers as we allow them to speak into our lives and to be a part of our lives. And as we invest in them and he will do this as we serve, teaching us maturity and spiritual growth as we begin to serve each other, as we begin to carry each other's burdens and as we begin to meet the needs of those who have no one else to care for them. As we do those things, as we ask for our needs to be met, God will meet them through these ways that we have talked about this year. God is greatly, greatly interested in your life, and he wants you to live that life to the best capability and the best ability that you have that he's gifted you with, and he's going to continue to build that in you as you trust in him. This year can be a year like no other if you're willing to surrender to him and think, link, bless, and pray. May God bless your 2018. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Go to BibleGirlPodcast.com to email me, download show notes, sign up for my newsletter, print the monthly scripture writing lists, and listen to past episodes. Join the Bible Girl Facebook group to get the latest podcast news and to interact with me and other listeners. I'm all over social media as Jessie L. Robinson. That's J-E-S-S-I-L Robinson. I'd love for you to friend or follow me. Join me again for another episode of Bible Girl.